Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm selling my kidney on the black market. Gotta buy those Mariah tickets. Hey, this is Dan Enriquez. And I'm Martin Burgess, and this is The Lamely Meeting, a podcast dedicated to the wonderful world of Mariah Carey, where we break down all things Mimi, the short skirts, the big hair, whatever. whatever. So grab a splash, sit back, and get ready to lamb out. Hey, Lamb. Hey, Lambs. Hey, Dan. Martin, how are you? I'm good. How good. are you doing? I'm doing real well. Can you believe this is episode nine? It's episode nine. We're talking about the Daydream album. It's going to be a two-parter. It's part one today. And we got tons of land mail today. Oh, tons. We got good stuff. There's an event. Yes. There's a big event. There's a big event coming up soon here yeah. in New York City. Which is why Dan's selling kidneys. Uh, I know, exactly. I need to sell one, too. I'm going to tell you why I'm selling kidneys, like, for real. <laughs> um, I wish I had more than just two. You only have two kidneys, <laughs> right? Well, and you got to keep one of them. They grow back, though. Oh, they do? Yeah. I thought that was your liver. <laughs> I don't know. My liver's been dead for a while, so I'm not sure. Um, anyways, Martin, what have you been up to this week? Um, I saw The Martian. The Matt Damon movie? Oh, right. About okay. Mars. That just came out, yeah, right? Pretty, yeah, a couple of weeks okay. ago. It was pretty good. Oh, oh, it came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Because I was just getting my hair cut, and yeah. in the barbershop, they have like TVs right in front of you. Yeah. Like every chair has a, a TV. Oh, yeah. And, like an airplane? Yeah, like in an airplane. But um, they were playing some movie, and I'm like, oh, what movie is this? And the guy's like, oh, it's Martian. Oh. And, it ha- and I was like, oh. So I'm like, but didn't that just come out? How is it on his TV already? Yeah, he got it from like Thailand or you something. You know that you know um, those Chinese people that go around selling DVDs oh, oh, to yeah, the yeah, city? Yeah, yeah, on the subway and that stuff. On the, uh, yeah, the bootlegs. They must have got a bootleg copy. Of course. They yeah. have everything you need, yeah. those people. But I didn't know what it was. Because oh. I'm like, hmm, what movie is this? Um, but then he told me, so oh, I was okay. like, oh, okay. It's basically about this guy <laughs> goes to Mars, gets left, <laughs> left behind. <laughs> Pretty typical, yeah, right? Yeah. Pretty typical. Um, but it was actually great. You know, it's something you should, you should see on the big screen because oh. it's in 3D. Um, and you get, you know, watching it, you just think, okay, this is what Mars looks like. Now we know. Now we know. And now I know. Mars has gravity? They have gravity. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about Mars. I should read NASA's website more or Just something. Just go see the Martian. Oh, go see the Martian. Yeah. <laughs> you find out everything you need to know. Well, but the thing is, Martin, I have no time for that because I have been addicted to YouTube for, well, I'm always addicted mm-hmm. to YouTube for Mariah, but you got me started on watching Patty LaBelle cooking videos, Sorry. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I stumbled across those because I was looking for a fried chicken recipe mm-hmm. and somehow... Patty LaBelle cooking came up. I was like, oh, I didn't know she had a cooking oh, right? show. So, like, no, I know this? that she's always been cooking and stuff because, like, I seen her years ago on yeah. like Oprah, and like I know that she does like little TV stints. Yeah, but now she has like an actual show. Well, she just has a show recently on the Cooking Channel. On the Cooking Channel, right? But, but 
if you watch these YouTube clips, we should put them on our page. Yeah, we should. But um, that's like a DVD she made. Right. A couple years ago, yeah. though. But they are hilarious. Hilarious. I can't stop laughing. I know. She's crazy. crazy. Something's wrong with her. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I love her. She's just... You don't know what she's making because she's yeah. just talking nonsense half the time. She doesn't know what she's making. She has no idea. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah. What is this brisket? Yeah. She's like, all right, I'm going to cut it. Like, let me and then she's talking knife. about her girlfriends having to drive by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely hilarious. They're pretty funny. Um, but I came across this one that I was literally laughing so much that like I had to like stop watching it I couldn't stop it's a clip from the Tyra Banks show yeah. where some lady's like making like some gluten free like cupcakes or something and Patty's there oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Patty picks up the cupcake by the like <laughs> cupcake wrapper and she points to it and says to the audience oh this is paper yeah. and then the lady whose recipe it is turns to her and she's like oh yeah but you can't eat the paper yeah. and Patty LaBelle is like what hang on a second she- <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> what but she, makes you think I'm gonna eat the paper? But she poses for a while, <laughs> thinking about it, and then has to like correct the and woman. And then like she's going on and on, and like it's, it's this whole thing, and it's absolutely hilarious. I mean, for a moment, you think there's gonna be a fight. I thought there was gonna be a fight because Patty don't play. Yeah, Patty does not play, and but I love it because. Um, it, that's just one of the many things. But in the one thing, there she has a picture of her and Mariah next to the stove. Sure, yeah. Which I think is, like, in her real house. That's in her real that's house. That's her house, yeah. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you guys got to t- tune in and watch Patty LaBelle be crazy cool. in the kitchen. But it, the Mariah connection is there's a Mariah photo. Right. So that, it qualifies for Yeah, Lamely. and Patty's, like, you know, her um, godmother. godmother. Well, not, like, in real life, but in, like... The Lamely. The Lamely life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we had a lot of moments to talk about. Okay. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's. Okay, you gotta give us a moment. I'm waiting for my moment to get. Thank we you. share moments whenever. Transitional moment. Like a fun, you know, cute remix moment. An amazing moment. But I'm also featuring moments for you. Uh-oh, I need a camouflage moment. A genius moment. A short moment. I've been waiting for this moment the whole day moments we have a lot of moments should we start with the major moment yes we finally have christmas dates i'm so excited like basically she released the dates like the day after we yeah. recorded last, last week weeks. yeah yeah pretty cool. and, soon after uh, pre-sales already started yeah um, so but what are the dates um, okay, so she's doing December 8th, 9th, 14th, 15th, and 17th. Which is sort of very spread out and random dates, and they're also pretty early. Very early compared to very last year. Very early for last year, because it was like the week before Christmas. Yeah, because last year with the add-on date, I think it went in, into like the 22nd? I think the 22nd was the final show. That's just days yeah, before Christmas. just days before. So there's either two things here. She doesn't want to cut it so close to Christmas anymore. She wants to like vacation. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, like that cut into her Christmas holiday. It did. She should have been in Aspen already. Right? She should have already been in Aspen. She didn't have no time to shop. She didn't have yeah. no time to ski or nothing. Uh-huh. So she's probably doing it a little earlier. Yeah. Just so she has more time for the holiday. Yeah. Um, or maybe she wasn't expecting to add those dates. Maybe it was really right. unexpected. It, it was probably very unexpected. Mm-hmm. But this year... They're, they might be doing it a little early just to save room for extra dates. Which is, do you know what? I'm totally down for it, but it's so annoying because I want to, like, take a group of people. Right. And I want to go to the last show. You want to go to the last show. As you close don't want her to, to Christmas as possible. Exactly, because, like, la- wasn't last year the last show was, like, the best? The best. The best. The best, the best. The version of Hero she sang oh, was, like, amazing. Ugh. Yeah. Like, the crowd was, like, the energy was, like, oh, my God, it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, the last show is always the best. I know, because I don't want to go to, like, the 
third last show or whatever. No. I want to go to the last show. You want to go to the last show. But you also want to go to the first show, too. <laughs> As well. Yeah. Which because we, we got tickets we, to that. We will be going to the uh, yeah. first show. Um, because you, you like the anticipation. You just have to go the first night. Yeah. You just have to. And because I'm, I really... I'm happy that I went to the first show last year because there was a, such a special moment mm-hmm. in yeah. there that didn't happen again. Oh, did I tell you about this? No. So she was thinking. So anybody who's at the first show knows about this. Um, and I can't find it on YouTube. I've been looking everywhere for it. What happened? So it was really, actually it was a sweet moment. So you know how prior to the Christmas show she was getting slammed left, right, and centre because oh, yeah. of her rusty voice at that one time. Yeah. Um, one time in on the television, email, just whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, so she does her Christmas show, like she starts, and it's a little like sketch. It's the first show, like the mic falls off here and there, oh, and gosh. <laughs> minor things go wrong. But um, I think she starts singing um, "Silent Night." Yeah, "Silent Night." Uh huh. Anyway, so she like does it flawlessly, like it was perfect, 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 and it's like the super high notes, like strong it's... belting everything. She kills it, like completely murders that song. Uh-huh. She stops, and then the crowd went. Nuts! Oh my god! Like yeah. berserk! Everyone stood up, was screaming. She's like, ah. Ah. she's like, thanks guys, thanks. It wouldn't stop. Ah. <laughs> we love that. She's like, thanks guys, we thanks. love that. Yeah, she's like, thanks, thanks. Still wouldn't stop. Like everyone's going nuts. <laughs> she's like, okay, we do gotta go down with the show. Yeah, yeah. But then I started getting teary, <laughs> and then she's like, guys. She's gonna make me cry now, because <laughs> she was like feeling the love. Oh, and it was like Mariah, you can't sing. You, we, we love you. We got you, girl. Yeah, we yeah, got like, you. We love you. Those haters out there. It was almost, it was almost like a big hug for her. Yeah. It's like Mariah, don't worry. Oh, that's sweet. It was I so missed sweet. it. I'm getting teary thinking about it. Oh my god. It was like one of those moments. Yeah. That was just a special moment. You gotta be part of it too to like right. clap and scream. As the well energy. And, yeah. The vibrant. The vibrant energy. The it love. Really, it's so. That's so. Yeah. That's super why special. I wish I could go to like every Mariah show and performance because some of the stuff you just can't get it. Yeah. Anywhere. But even, even in it, today's age of YouTube and everything. Yeah. You're not gonna find everything. Also, you know, it, like we went to several shows last year. Yeah. Each show had a different. Um, a little something nuances. different, d- yeah, d- exactly. Up her voice like a the bit. W- t- when she went into the remix of "Joy to the World," oh yeah, I was like, "Girl, where'd that come from?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, little things she does. Those little things, and just like her interaction, mixed, yeah, yeah, and her interaction with the fans yeah. and audience is always really special. Okay, Martin, I'm so excited to see. Okay, <sighs> okay, where but are we? We are at um, the whole Honeybee Fly pre-sale because I need a uh, moment. I need several moments okay, for we're this having a, um, Negative moment. This is a negative moment. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. First of all, Mariah is a global icon, superstar, legend, legendary. Okay. Yeah. For her to have such a bootleg, broke down fan club Mm-mm. is just. It's un- unacceptable. unacceptable. Yes. I don't know if we're going to have to take it over, Martin, we or we should find someone to take it over because this needs help. Yeah. And then when they do these ticket pre-sales for the fans, yeah. I'm not sure who is in control of this, but Mariah has to be aware that the pre-sale for the Legacy Lambs mm-hmm. was BS. Can I swear on this? I think I can. Yeah, I can say our, bullshit. We've got our explicit Okay, we have our explicit up. warning. Okay, yeah. children, close your ears. That's... <laughs> Bullshit, Martin. Oh, it's fucked up. That is fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) We're going into a swearing moment now. (laughs) But really, okay, because let's explain. I'm a a, a, a legacy lamb. Well, I am too. You are too. Technically. Technically. But, well, yeah, but they're not giving you that status. No, because I signed up to Honeybee Fly. When it first came out, I even, like, paid 
the membership and got yeah, the package. Exactly. You got Back all that. Little, little t-shirt, little mouse pad. The they gave you all that, right? The yeah, little, all the, that. Hey, Whatever. Yeah, a magnet. I don't even know where that is. But um, <laughs> you got. Did you get your honeybee fly card? I did get the yes, card. Yes. I hope I didn't lose mine in the fire. I, I think, think I might still have it. I don't it. know where mine is. It's somewhere. I might still have mine. I hope. Fingers crossed. Anyways. But anyway, so I joined up, and then for the longest time, I just couldn't log into my account. I did the reset. Uh, I just gave up for years. Right, because like, it's not like this. you're really missing anything because no. it's was, such a bootleg fan club. And at the time, I was going to Mariah Daily, getting right. my news there. Yeah, you just go to Mariah Daily. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Anyway, so I had to like re. I, actually, before last year's Christmas show for the pre sale, I was desperately trying to rejoin, like emailing the webmaster, like, hey, I'm trying to get in. I can't get in. Here's my details. Like begging to let me in. Mm-hmm. Just didn't happen. So I finally made a new account. And then I was like, wait, there's a, like a legacy and Junior Lamb? Ugh. And I was put under Junior the, the, last year. If I had to walk around with the Junior Lamb <laughs> yes. stamped on my forehead, the shame. Yeah. The shame. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so, so fast forward a year, I'm still a Junior Lamb. See, that's ridiculous. When, how many years do you have to be until you become say. legacy? There's no like rules, l- l- list of um, no. qualifications. <laughs> How do they? How how can they tell? I mean, I guess I understand why they do it because they don't want like you know just like random people joining and getting yeah, people yeah. who've been. So I totally get it. But anyways, I'm a legacy lamb. Yeah. So you know, I do this crazy thing where you have to buy a live pass. I don't even know what that means. What's going on? I'm very confused. Super confusing. No idea. Yeah. So I do all that jazz. The time comes, clock strikes 10, I'm there, and I'm like, where's my code? Uh-huh. Like, I thought it was, like, a code that was, like, on the they receipt give, that they, they send you. They give you a code. You. Yeah, it says, here's your code. Yeah. Or something. But that is not the code. You have to go to the website yeah. to get the code. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so... So, it's five so minutes later, yeah. I'm finally there with my code. Yeah. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm, ooh, where are the tickets? Where are the tickets? Where are the good tickets? Mm-hmm. I, first of all, I clicked on the... T- at $750. Yeah. Kidney for sale. Kidney for sale. <laughs> I'm, girl, are you kidding me? She's gone nuts. She's gone nuts. Oh, no, we shouldn't say that. Mind. We shouldn't say that. Oh, we shouldn't say that because next thing you know, everyone's it's like... It's in the paper. Yeah. It's in the paper. Mariah's lost her mind again. <laughs> the lamb's turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like, so there, there's VIP packages. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, honey, I spent too much money on this woman mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. for the past 25 years. That's why I'm poor today. Those kids are going to college because of us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <I learned. laughs> and I'm going to live for the rest of my life in college debt. That's okay. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. There has to be a seat or two seats for the Honeybee Fly legacy members mm-hmm. in the front orchestra somewhere. Yeah. There's none. There's no two tickets together anywhere mm. in the first 20 rows. Jeez. How are you not going to give your legacy lambs a shot front at that? Row, yeah. Front uh, Even if they gave us somewhere in the ten, first 10 rows, that would be fine. At least in day one. Right? On day one, Lock right? the other dates if you want. But day one, you want your big hardcore lambs right So I looked center. through all the days, all the dates. Not a single pair of and Honeybee Fly legacy member tickets were available. Ugh. That's why you and I are sitting apart. Yeah. We're only we're in the same section. We're only like one row away from each other, oh, or okay. one a row between us. Oh, okay. So we're we're close. We can like wave at each we'll other. We'll be able to be turn around, look at each other, be like, "Hey, oh my god, wasn't that it? Oh she my just god killed moment. it right there." Yeah, 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 but yeah. yeah, like 
how are you not going to give two seats for your Honeybee Fly legacy members? Two seats. <sighs> Mariah. Everyone has to go on their own now? Is that yeah. what you're doing, Mariah? She... Anyways, <laughs> that's my rant. Well, you know, of... I couldn't access because I had to wait the extra hour. <laughs> yeah, and then when that even <laughs> happened, they didn't make any more seats available. Yeah. The, the lot was still the same. The lot of tickets was still the same. I know. It didn't go into like a million tickets it, unless you were a Chase Card member. Mm -hmm. Then you could get tickets anywhere. Everything? Really? Yeah. I mean, but you still had to pay the VIP to like get up front. Right. Where we didn't pay the VIP price. We pay, pay, pay paid regular. like regular yeah. price, which yeah. is good. Um, what's interesting is the back... Because I actually had a good time in the balcony. Mm -hmm. I, had, I found these good seats. There was no one in front of us. Um, we weren't in the front front balcony, the upper balcony, uh -huh. which you think sounds shitty, but the theater is so nice and cozy right. that they were perfect. Yeah. I could see everything and I had a different experience than when I was down on the exactly. um, orchestra level. You could see the stage differently and you got mm -hmm. to see the whole workings. The, the whole workings, yeah. And when you're up close like that, like from last year, I mean, I, I sat in the front row mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't see anything but Mariah. Mm. And then like I sat in the fifth row and I'm like, oh, they actually have like stage, <laughs> stage. things. <Yeah. laughs> I noticed that last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't mind sitting in the back either, especially in a yeah. small theater like that because you really can see like the whole production. Yeah, so it was nice. whatever, I'll get some tickets to the other shows like in the back and whatnot. Well, but... the back was still 75 bucks, which is how much they were last year. Yeah. Which I think is reasonable. Which is totally it's a, reasonable. It's a good Absolutely. seat. Absolutely. Yeah, there, I don't think there's a bad seat in the Beacon Theater. No. So, yeah. anyways, I just think Mariah needs to get her fan club ticketing game together. Yeah, that's And I smooth. know, like, you know, she, she probably, you know, puts it out to somebody else to do. It's not yeah, but her, not doing but their job. they're not doing their Sorry, job. Calling Sorry, calling Whoever is running that, they're not doing their job. That was actually one of those moments. I was trying to figure out Honeybee Fly and like logging in and doing the pass and the code. And I stopped. I was like, okay, am I stupid? Right? You think like, thing... okay, I must not, not what... know what's going on. Yeah, I, like, I must really be slow. I'm pretty good at this kind of stuff. So I was like, <laughs> am I, is something wrong with me? Am I the problem? Right. <laughs> like, it, like, I would think it would be user-friendly. It's not yeah. user-friendly. Yeah. Gosh. Until you told me you had to go back and like get the Right, but I didn't password. know that at first Because I'm typing in that password they gave me. Be and then I, said, then I was code. thinking, oh, maybe you have to... And the only reason I did that was because maybe I was like, oh, maybe you have to go to the tour page um. and go and link through like their buy ticket now button. Because oh. I was going like outside of the fan club yeah. website going straight to Ticketmaster. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh no, I have to go. Maybe I have to go actually through their buy ticket now button. That's what I, and that's, that's what you had to do. Yeah, and but that's essentially no what you had to do. Because, but at the top of that page is where it gave you your code. But there's no instruction to do that. There's no instruction. How would you know? No, you just buy your live pass. I don't know. I don't know. I, this whole live pass jazz this is not get, sitting just well with charge me. Charge it in the ticket. Don't waste my time with all this nonsense. Yeah, it's just, just too add complicated. twenty bucks to the ticket. Right. So I can do and, one transaction and give me my front five rows mariah yeah it's a total saying. mess i'm not really blaming mariah but no. like she should be aware she's of not, this she's not doing the ticket she obviously is not website. doing the ticket thing but <laughs> <laughs> but mariah you should know there's an issue there is an issue the but anyways man. we got our tickets for the first night and so we'll we'll be there um and we'll get tickets for more nights <clears> as i mean i'm really hoping on. she adds dates yeah but then i don't want to have to deal with buying those tickets again and reselling them once I go. Oh my god, I know, right? Because I want to go uh, with my mother and a couple of friends here. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of people where it's fun and have a good time. It's, it's, it's just not, yeah, the selection of tickets that they had for pre-sale was just really bleakosity. Yeah. Anyways, but this um, concert is being um, 
sponsored this year by the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Who is... Where last year it was like Coca-Cola or something like that. But it was Hallmark... Coca-Cola. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Hallmark Channel's doing this, which is really good because... Tying in with the movie. Tying in with the movie. Which she's still working on. Yes, she is. She was just um, posting something about San- with Santa, right? Yeah, there's like a man with a Santa motif yeah. on his face. <laughs> I, I wonder if people really walk around looking like Santa all year. Probably. Okay, probably. Oh, have you seen that documentary on, on Hulu about Santa Claus? No. Like being, becoming Santa or something? No. It's really good. Really? There's like a whole Santa culture. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's that why they have SantaCon here yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in uh, New York? Uh-huh. And there's also like Santa School where you have to like train... Get out of how here. How to handle the kids. Is that how you get Mariah to hire you to be Santa? <laughs> you have to be a qualified Santa Claus. You have to have, like, a Santa Claus license? Yeah, but... but that's, when you, a, that's amazing. Yeah, but when you start... When you watch the documentary, it's, uh... When you guys look it up, I think it's called Becoming Santa. It follows this guy who becomes Santa. Uh-huh. But, um, he goes to Santa's school, and the teacher has to, like, bring stuff up, like, saying, you're gonna come across a kid who says something like, can you bring my daddy back for Christmas, or... My dad's right. in Iraq, or you know, how do you handle these situations? Uh-huh. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's that is. I interesting. really enjoyed it. Yeah. I wonder how much a Santa gets paid. I think it's a lot. You like know, I'm, look, I'm looking for a job. I think it's like a hundred bucks an hour or something. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And you get like day rates and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Shoot. But apparently, it's very tiring. It's very tiring. Oh, you know what? I don't like kids, so I guess I couldn't be a Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll pass on that one. Okay. So she's still working on it. So I'm assuming she'll be done in like a week or two. Well, she seems on schedule. Nothing's going wrong, right? Yeah. No, I mean, their movies are so cookie cutter. Yeah. They have everything in the bag, probably. I mean, let's just brace ourselves. It's going to be cheesy as hell. Yeah, but they all are. Yeah. But people love that. But the press are going to go, oh, Mariah. Yeah, that's only because it's Mariah. They're Look expecting... at all these other people out there making the same thing. Nobody gets flagged. I know. They're expecting singles list out of her. I don't know. They need to quit. It's Mariah, people. If I you know. don't know her by now, yeah, then just move on. Do something else. Anyways, there weren't very, very many fantastic, fabulous Mariah moments this week, other no. than like the couple of pictures that she tweeted out, yeah, which were cute. so beautiful. Yeah, she didn't like the sunflower field. Oh my God, isn't that great? It's autumn. So nice. It's fall. She's out there probably in... They have a sunflower field in Ohio. I guess, yeah. Apparently. It's probably full of... Isn't it just all farmland out there? Yeah, they ain't got much. No, mm-mm. I'm from the Midwest. There's um, nothing. It's all flat land. I'm sure it's very pretty. Uh, this time some of year. places. Near the city, you know. <laughs> she I don't know. Something. I don't know. Like, when found... I, I mean, even like when I go out of like, you know, Manhattan, I see a tree. I'm like, <gasps> nature. <laughs> wow. This is what you people do. I know it's weird. It is shocking. I'm just such a city, city person. Like even fr- in, from Chicago, it's like oh yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, I'd like a bit of nature. I mean, yeah. It, oh, it comes in handy. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I'm not saying it's bad. It's I'm just not used to it. <laughs> um, um, so she had a. She did the fall moments. Um, oh, did you hear the other big news? Oh, oh yes. So this is big, big, big. This is bit big, but it's not happening for a while. I think. When's happening? What is it? So she is, she's been booked for the opening oh, yeah. of Studio City in Macau. Yeah, China. no, that's at the end of the month. That's on October 27th. This month? Yes. Oh, that was next year. No. Okay, what? Wait, is it? Did I get Hang the on. dates wrong? No, no Martin, to... it's October 27th. I'm thinking, that, okay, that's next year. I don't know why. No. No, right? Oh, that's soon. Again, TMZ broke this news. She's going to pack up the Vegas show and go to... 
She's probably China? not going to bring the whole Vegas show. She's I probably she going to do what she did. Nah, in... I bet she takes the whole show. I bet she doesn't. I bet it's like big, grand, spectacular. No, Mariah. she's going to do which what she did in Israel. She's just going to bring those back set pieces. Do you think? Yeah. She's not paying for all of that to go over. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, maybe her boyfriend is, she but she ain't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I bet it's the whole. Vegas I wouldn't show. let her. No, it's not doing anything till February. Well, that's true, it's but then you box. have to bring it back and you have to do all that. No, that's too much. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm not allowing it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's gonna be big. But anyways, it is gonna be big because it's James's hotel. It's Vegas of China. So they they um trying to create a Vegas esque city. Uh, over there in China. Well, this is big, then. The gambling's a big I mean, I looked at the website for this hotel. It's yeah. just a hotel, or is it like a... Well, I think that, you know, it's like saying she's going to play at Caesar's Palace. It's it's a casino part of a complex, a okay. system. There's, gonna, there's other stuff around there. Okay. They're building it up to be like... But this, this is like the big... The big hotel. The big hotel. It looks pretty fabulous yeah, if you go to yeah, the website, yeah. and it's like spectacular. I know. It's very luxury. So we're going to need some Chinese lambs on the ground. Yeah, to see what it's all about. But yeah, that's coming up the 27th. I don't know why I thought that was That's why I was year. like... I think I was talking to someone the other day like, oh, I wonder what Mariah's doing for Halloween this year. And then I'm like, oh, she's going to be in like China on the 27th. Yeah. Is she going to like come all the way back to the US? Where is she going to have her Halloween party? What are they dressing up as? What are them babies going to be? Yeah. It's all up in the air. I don't know where she's going to be. Well, now that I think about it, it's been a year since the Elusive Chanteuse tour. Yeah. Already. Oh, it has. Yeah, exactly. that? No. Jeez. Shh. Because remember, she was... God, so much has happened in a year. Yeah. Vegas. She's got some good momentum. Christmas. She, yeah, she has good momentum. In this year. There's a lot going on. I can't wait. But yeah, so that's going to be fun for the China Lambs in Macau. I didn't realize it was opening so... Oh, oh my God, you're right. October 27. Yeah. Because again, TMZ broke this news. And again, I just want to know why. Why are they breaking it now? It's only like two weeks. Well, maybe they didn't... Maybe they just finished the deal. Maybe. You know, I don't know. I Who hope knows? that voice is warm. There, she better be warm. It's gonna be warm. She's gonna have that movie finished. She, <laughs> right? She, she's it. on a time schedule, okay? <laughs> yeah, but we know what her time schedule is like. It, yes, but how long does it take to get to China? Uh, 12, 15, 20 hours? Let's say twenty to be safe. Okay. From where she is now. Yeah, she'll make it. Jeez. I mean, her man's probably going to be there because it's the opening of this big thing. Yeah. It's going to be a big hoopla. She'll be in and out. Well, yeah, because she's a diva. But like yeah. other celebrities are going to be there. It's going to be a big opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because James knows all the people in the business. Yeah. Right? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Wow. All right. Well, all I hope right. that goes well for Mariah. I'm sure it will. And she's been in Macau before on the Lucy Chantou's tour. She was there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Looking... I can't remember all these names of cities. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky I remember what state is next to me. That casino has been built, being in production for a while. Well, it's so super large. Yeah. I didn't realize it's so big. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, good but for her. Good for her. I'm sure she's making a pretty penny. Yeah. Just like she is with that soda stream machine that she was, you know, secretly selling to, selling us. to us on Twitter today. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I just can't believe Mariah's drinking tap water. Mm-hmm. I think it's Fiji water. Yeah. I do. It has to be. It has to be. Or smart water. Yeah. I shouldn't be like, you know, uh, publicizing these brands. We're not getting paid for this. No. Anyways. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> um, 
But I wonder why she's dealing with Soda Stream. So interesting. Because she I don't know, because in Israel or something. I don't know, but she's not like an official spokesperson for it. No. So I don't understand. Yeah, I wonder what that I'm is. I'm sure she's getting something out of them because it's not. She ain't doing it for free. No. Because I'm not either. But, anyways, I'm sure she's doing something with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe things are in the work. Something. Something bigger. But those soda streams have been out for like ever. I remember years ago, I was still living in Chicago. My friend had yeah, one. People love them. And I was like, girl, what is that? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm making me a, a Sprite. And I was like, what? <laughs> girl, what? <laughs> it's true, though. I know. Um, so, yeah. But anyways, we're going to wrap up moments, but a couple more things. Oh, wait. I've got a little gossipy moment. Yes. So I was um, looking on the internet and on the, the interweb. National, yeah, and the National Enquirer had a story about Allison. Oh, okay. The family moments. Yes. Family so, drama moments. Okay, so they're making out like it's Mariah's fault. Right. Um, Mariah's a bad person. But then there's a right. little key piece of information in there that makes sense about everything. Right. Can, okay, so what what is the backstory? She's Allison. So we know Allison isn't totally askew. She's not she's, 100% with us. <laughs> she's not 100% with us, but she's with us. She's with and us, And we're yeah. grateful for that. Um, so Allison apparently has been locked up in a mental home in the institution, like against her will. Hashtag institutionalized. Yeah. So I've been hearing some stories that she's been trying to get Mariah to help her, and right? Mariah's ignoring her, yeah, and not being a good sister, and you know, right? Why, blah, blah, blah. Oh. why doesn't Mariah pay for me to get out of here? Yada yada yada. Yeah. And so this, she goes to the tabloids. So she goes. So she calls the tabloids trying to get Mariah's help. So she's trying to get help from Mariah via of course. selling stories. Of course. Anyway, so in the story, if you read, um, long story short, Allison is saying, oh, yeah, I'm being kept here against my will, and Mariah and my evil mother, Patricia, has me locked up. <laughs> so hang on a second. You've got some kind of, like, obviously you've gone nuts. Obviously. Your mother is the one keeping you in here. Mariah right. is not going to override her mother, who she's, right. she's close to. Exactly, and I don't even think Mariah is paying any attention to this. No, I mean, if I'm sure she, she gets, is. I'm sure I mean, Patricia I'm sure is. Patricia's telling her what's yeah. up. Um, but like, but it's not like wh- Mariah. Wh- 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 yeah. I'm sorry, but like, how is that Mariah's responsibility? It's not. It's not. Well, it's not. Mariah's not going to, you know, disrespect her mother. Obviously, her mother thinks Allison should be in there, right? And so does the state. They don't just lock yeah. people up. They don't just lock people up. Sometimes. But I, I, I was fascinated um, reading this article because they said that they had a picture of Allison strapped down Britney Spears style. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they didn't actually I show the picture. Because so I was I'm looking like, at it. I was like, WTF. Is, yeah, I was like, where is that picture? I don't even care. I just want to see the picture. Yeah. <laughs> but see how they twist it like it's Mariah's yeah, they the bad make sister. It like Mariah's being the bad sister and she like leaving her family high and dry. But that is so not the case. Because we know if... Allison needed money. Patricia has the credit card. Patricia's swiping the Amex. (laughs) We know she is. That's fine. Yeah. Mariah doesn't have time to deal with that. No, she doesn't. She is a global icon superstar, a mother of two, a single mother of two. Yeah. She's directing a movie. She's getting ready to go to China. She's flying all over, and she got this man that she has to please to. That's a lot of work for a lady. And Christmas shows. And Christmas shows. She's got no time for the mentally... She ain't got no time for the mentally (laughs) unstable. (laughs) Poor Allison, but we wish her well. Poor Allison. We do wish her well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show, no matter how anything, it's... You got crazy family members. That's huh? just how it goes. Gosh, who doesn't? And Allison's been crazy since day one. Day one, we know that already. Right? She's been... Ooh, so, it's not shocking or surprising news, mm-hmm. but I did want to see that picture, but they didn't have it. Yeah, I know. 
That's all right. Maybe it's better. Yeah. I mean, whatevs. Whatevs. It's just, just don't Allison. Don't come for Mariah. Like, yeah, speak don't to blame Patricia. it on Mariah. Give me, give me a break. Call Mother Carrie up and say, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, Mama Carrie, what's happening? She's running the show. She's running the show. She's still with us. Yeah, huh? Yeah. I wouldn't okay. mind seeing her. I haven't seen her for a while. Oh, my God. Oh, I know she's going to be at the shows this year. She was last year. Oh, I didn't see her then. Yeah, she, the, I think it was the last night she went. She came with Sean. Sean? Sean, the nephew. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. You know Sean? Yeah, 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 He's like, you don't think that he's a nephew because you think like he's like Mariah's age or something, but yeah. he's not. I think he's like my age, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, or our age. Because Allison had the kids young, right? Or yeah. Or the brother's kids. No, no, no. Those are Allison. Allison's, the brother yeah. doesn't have no kids. Oh, he doesn't. You know the brother is living in Italy now? He is? What's he, he is. doing there? I don't know what he's doing there. He's going a little loopy, too. He's going a little loopy. He's trying to come from Mariah, too, but that's a whole other story, and it's all just nonsense. But, well, um, his nonsense worried me. I'm going to keep well, one eye on it. Yeah, I keep one one side eye looking over there. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you never know. But um, even um, Cause Sean. You don't, you don't want him saying, I told you so. No. God, no. Because I don't know. They've been so friendly for so long. Yeah. I can't believe that they're like on the outs. That's yeah. very odd to me. Because John wasn't. Remember he was trying to be like a music manager or something and he had that like, Korean? I think he still is. Oh, he still oh, does? Think, yes, because I stalked his Facebook page. Um, and I think he still does that. He's still with a Korean guy? I think so. But you know, he's married and he's living in Italy now. Oh. Like Florence or something. I don't know. Stalk his Facebook page. Find out. I wow. mean, I'm not. Don't send the lawyers my way. I'm not telling you to do that. But, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a personal page or like a. It's a personal professional page. Professional page. Yeah. It's a personal page. Oh. It's yeah. just open? Well, it's. I don't think it's completely open, but there are some things you can see. Wow. Like pictures. Morgan. Yeah. I actually think I did it because somebody else I'm friends with, a friends of a friend of a friend who, of Mariah, had like tagged him in something. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, this must be his real page if such and such is tagging him in it. Like a close Mariah person. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about a memory or a moment from way back when or something. And I was like, oh, let me click that. And then I came across his page. And it's not like completely open to the public, but like you get the basics. You get some dates. Yeah. Enough information. (laughs) Exactly. So anyways, wish Uh, him well too. Yeah. But anyways, that's it. Isn't it funny? Like, you can have so much money in the world, and you just can't fix your family. You just can't. Honey, when they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. There's no fixing. Money ain't fixing everything. No. It sure doesn't. It, if anything, it probably makes it worse. Probably. You know, because everybody... Cause they want some of it. Right? Everybody and their brother wants money. Yeah. Everybody. Ugh. The greedy. The greed. Poor the Mariah. greed of it all. Yeah. Poor Mariah. Anyways. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Martin. Should we wrap up moments and get into the Slamily meeting? Yeah, let's. All Daydream right. part one. Daydream part one. Okay. The Lamely meeting has commenced. This is a big one. This is big. 20 uh, years, guys. Okay, so... We're probably not going to be able to talk about every little <laughs> detail, so feel free right. to chime in. And chime in. Let us know if we miss anything. Let us know if you have a favorite moment that wasn't thoroughly discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, we need help, <laughs> you know. But we're gonna we're gonna try to do our best. And obviously, in the future, we will probably break down singles and music videos. Yeah. Like on their own. Yeah, yeah. In like yeah. their own thing. But we're gonna talk about it all. Because a lot of these also qualify <clears throat> for other topics. So exactly. Like, like obviously we're gonna have a Lamely meeting on fantasy alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um keep that in mind. So um Daydream is her fifth album. Fifth album. And happens to be one of her biggest and apparently yeah. is oh my like, god. Apparently it's still one of the biggest selling 
albums ever of all time in right. the world. Now, let's also like just know this is her fifth album in five years. Five years into her career, she's on yeah. her fifth album. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the biggest. Is this one officially the, her biggest selling or is Music Box? I think, I think they're both is. so close. Yeah, this is, she sold 25 million copies. I think Music Box is right around the same. Yeah, it's pretty hard. But, I, but the songs from Daydream Are the best. have way more mm-hmm. of an impact mm-hmm. on just general pop culture and musical culture and, it's and also, the influence. Yeah, it's also the, um, the breaking point in her career in terms and, of her being able to do right. what she wants. She's finally getting some of her in there. Because now we're getting a lot of the hip-hop influence. Mm-hmm. and Much more R&B. And especially in the remixes. So oh. maybe not so much in the actual album, right. but what came... Each single had a hip-hop remix. Exactly. Or influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so the club tracks were different. Yeah. This is a huge turning point in her career. Huge. huge. I mean, and let's just down. start with the visuals of this album. Yeah. Let's just say, like, the visuals alone are, like, iconic. Yeah. That photo of her, the album cover, the up close. Yeah. The, the full body length mm-hmm, photo mm-hmm. of just her and that pose. Black and white. Black and white. That's all you needed. Yeah. Boom. Uh-huh. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. You, one photo for the entire album captures the whole feeling and essence of the album. It's genius and iconic. Yeah. Well, because the black and white photo create, I mean, yeah, they do they do it in videos too, especially the Mayol video. The black and white creates a dream-like visual. It, right. Exactly, which is, okay, I have been doing, you know, obviously I love Daydream, I've known it from day one, I remember Mm -hmm. buying it in the store, Mm -hmm. like literally, I still remember those memories, I can't believe it's 20 years ago. Cannot believe it. Um, Because this is the first album I bought the day it came out. Yeah. So I know where I was, October 3rd, 1995. Uh, See, I wasn't a big fan, but I borrowed it from a friend, but then I played it, I was like, oh, I really like this. Right, (laughs) but wasn't this also the album that sort of like, this and Music Box really broke her into other... um, foreign countries yeah she was just pretty much american yeah a little like you know uk and whatnot but like this was global music box was big because of dream lover right especially i think in australia that's when i started to notice her right that was like another huge one but this one was even like although no the christmas album oh the christmas album all for christmas is it was big okay but i didn't know it was her i didn't know who she i didn't know she wrote it I just right. knew the song. You just knew the song. Yeah. Well, everyone knew the song. Yeah. Everyone still knows the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think this had, like, a lot of more... It, it reached a lot more. Yeah. And it had a lot more uh, influence on, on other people. Yeah, This yeah. album, uh-huh. just in general. Yeah. This was when I first... This album is when I first thought, oh, yeah, I like Mariah Carey. Now I'm putting her name... Now, like, you're putting the two and two together. together. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, I mean, this album, I think it changed the game. Absolutely. Oh, it... Absolutely, I think this is like what do they call them? Like you know, like when like pivotal you, moment. Well, pivotal moment, yes. But oh, what? I mean, like w- a precursor, yeah, to butterfly. Oh, like this complete, album. Yeah, yeah. This is totally leads in. Like this was the impregnation. Yeah, if that's a word, I could be making things up. No, that's that's fine. Yeah. And then butterfly was like the, the rebirth, the birth. The birth. Yeah, you of, know what of I the mean. New Mariah. Of the new of the Mariah. Yes. As we know her, yeah, today, like uh-huh. the real Mariah, yeah, the realist Mariah, mm-hmm. you know, because Mariah, obviously, she's still like a product, but she's giving us more of her real stuff. Yeah, um, I was looking, do you, but do you know that when this is off topic a little bit, but um, when she did make the big shift into hip hop, her sales did drop a lot. 
Oh yeah, it was a, like a huge landslide. Oh, it was a huge, a huge whatever, thing. Okay, Especially like, when I, Butterfly came, it was like uh, her drop of sales was like was way noticeable. Yeah, very noticeable. It probably but, was extremely <clears> shocking <throat> to most yeah. people. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. So the whole honey. But, which I'm surprised now that I look into the Daydream album because she was warming us up for it. Oh, of course. She, this was didn't a, just this happen. Was the warm up. Yeah. This was it. Like it was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you couldn't tell with this album, people didn't. Something was wrong with you. Because the album is still ballad heavy. Yeah. Cheesy pop fan. The original fantasy is still cheesy pop. Yeah. The ODB's not in it. Right. Um. So it's still a safe album. Is what was around it. Hmm. That Mariah is coming through. It was the whole thing. And I've been doing like a lot of research, like just recently to refresh my memory because this is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember saying um, like what Mariah's, um, you know, uh, what her, what is the word I'm looking for? What her inspiration was for this album? Mm-hmm. Like what... Like, what drove you into this whole daydream thing? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why, what daydream? Like, what, you know, because it's like daydream, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the lyrics and phrases she uses are so dreamlike yeah. for this album. And I was like, is that, was that her initial, like, thing? Or did it just happen to be that way? Yeah. And I really can't find anything about her specifically talking about the concept of this album. Right. I really can't. She doesn't know that she hasn't really I mean because every time she talks about, about this it. album, she'll talk about specific songs. Yeah. But she doesn't talk about an overall concept. Like which I thought she, was like, like really did, weird. Like she just spoke about the rainbow concept, you know, there's a story right, from beginning exactly, to end, you know. Or even with Butterfly, like yeah. obviously we know the concept. Yeah. Um and like even with uh Music Box, we know why she named it Music Box because they were writing that song, blah blah blah, and she just it all sort of fit together. Like she's spoken about that, but like mm-hmm. why daydream? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a good question for her. Be- or if any of you lambs out there know. Yeah. If you remember an article or an interview or a soundbite or something, let us know because I was looking and I couldn't find it. Yeah. But I would assume that it's just the songs and the lyrics sort of give you that ethereal sort of daydream I feel fantasy like i feel like it's something different it totally could be it's a very dark album it's very almost i don't want to say depressing but she's in a dark space yeah and so i kind of imagine the daydream is she's basically in this dark space looking out the window dreaming of something else mm-hmm. she's married to tommy she's in sing sing right right she's in this record label that's trying to make her the adult contemporary person that she's sick of being right this is her trying to break out get the break out like she's like cracking the window i'm dreaming of getting crawling out the window and she's expressing that she's dreaming of getting out with the remix she's dreaming of you know yeah that makes sense to me too but but the the feel of the album is very heavy and dark yeah I don't think it starts out that way because fantasy is like very bright and open. Yeah. But as you listen through the album, it gets you know more and more you know heavier, darker, and of course we're ending with looking in. looking in, which I mean, that is a song. Yeah, that's great, and we're, we're going to talk about all of that. But um, I just think overall as a concept, I just think I would like to hear her speak more on that. Yeah. But it's such a good album. Such a good album. And it's really rich with good music, oh, strong vocals, really incredible exactly. lyrics. Exactly. Now, most of this album was obviously written with her and Walter. Yeah. Um, 
But we see the birth of a good relationship, writing relationship with her and Jermaine Dupree start out here. Yeah, this they is how did, they Yeah, how they this met. is how they met. This was the start of it all. And this is the, the moment they met is also the birth of We Belong Together. Pretty the much. The mega hit. Exactly. Like, I, I, I can't. Yeah. Like, again. Like, this is why this album is so um, monumental. Hugely, monumental in Mariah's career. Yeah, Everything exactly. Changed Everything changed. Everything changed from here on out. It was a whole new world. Yeah. A whole new style. And don't forget, she was a young woman, too. She <clears> I know, she's, she's 25. 25. Uh, uh, what I would give to be 25 again. And that talented. Exactly, right? And she's, like, living in this world of, like, whirlwind of celebrity and, like, Tommy and this and that. And, yeah. uh, ah, ah. This is um, probably the moment when she's starting to assert her strength. Right. Because she probably had to fight to get those hip-hop remixes and oh, I'm sure get the brat on a remix. Of course. Yeah, Even to I... work with Jermaine, I think she had to fight. But can you imagine explaining to the head of, like, the head people at Sony and your husband... That hey, so I know I'm kind of adult contemporary, but do you wonder if I could just get ODB from the Wu Tang Clan? Right. On oh my God, they were like flipping out. Like, no, you will not. Yeah, but she got it done. Oh, she did. She did. She was because I think at this point, I think she was confident enough. Number one, she's musically confident because she's a musical genius. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, but I think she had enough of like uh, success behind her that she's like, they will not say no to me. Mm-hmm. I will get what I want. I'm making this company millions of billions of dollars. Dollars, yeah. they're going to let me do it. Yeah. And if they're not going to let me put it on the album, they're going to let me do it in remixes and singles, uh-huh. which is exactly what she did. Yes, and the ODB Fantasy remix turned out to be a huge success. Exactly. I mean, that so- that's half of that song's success yeah. is from ODB. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's great. So, I don't know, this whole thing is just amazing, 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 but we're going to... And we're going to start breaking down some of the songs um, because it all flows so well mm-hmm. i mean this album did so much for her we're also going to talk about all the success overall success of it mm-hmm. that's all going to come but i think let's start right off the top of the album with, with fantasy. fantasy it is a fantasy it's a daydream well first of all i love the original mix of course i've got nothing against it like i love it so much oh, i love it so much and i love um how she sampled tom tom club it was uh, the, the tom tom club genius of love yeah. is the name of the song mariah is a musical genius but have you just, have you heard the original yeah, oh yeah. They talk about doing the, cocaine and Oh my being god, in jail the album is and, crazy. Yeah. Or the song is yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. but it's so good. I used to work at this place and on their loop of music, they yeah. would have that and yeah. I would start singing fantasy. It's a great song. You know, the original's like they great. Would, they would play the original and then I would start singing fantasy over uh-huh. it. And this is I think because Mariah sampled a song for Dream Lover, but you didn't really care. This is right. the first time you're like, oh, what is that? It's so in your face. And it's really distinctive, the sample. Mm-hmm. Like now and you... I'm sure that most older people, people older than us, mm-hmm. would know exactly where that song was from. Because mm-hmm. when that first came out, I didn't know what Tom Tom Club was. Right. I, I knew because of that song to look into it, mm-hmm. but I didn't know prior. Right. I didn't know where she was coming with that yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. You know? But now it's like everyone knows that song. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the Tom Tom Club because of fantasy. fantasy. Because you hear it, and you're like, oh, hang on a second, isn't that fantasy? So, that, so Mariah helped out that song, make a comeback. For sure, for sure. Um, but in the pop version, it's so perfect. Oh, it's so perfect. I also love the background vocals 
in the pop version, like the regular album yeah. version, because there's so many layers to them. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, there's like a loop of a background vocal that's so set in the back, and it's like, I forget how it goes, but I'm like, oh my god, I never heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think she says like, so good, oh, so good. Like, it's oh, so really? far in the back. Yeah. Like, you can't, I'm like, how did I never hear this before? You know, I've heard this with her songs, because they're so complex. Sometimes you need a wonky pair of headphones and you're going to hear something new <laughs> exactly like it brings depending on how you're listening to it it brings like a whole new level out, yeah. and feel to it and i think the pop version the album version um of fantasy has so much beautiful layering of mm -hmm. vocals and i remember she did an interview with tabitha sorn and she was talking about making this song and the a, a lot of the album so layered with vocals right soft layers that's why you don't hear a lot of like high high notes yeah I don't, like what are the high notes on this album yeah, like none yeah. yeah like they're layered in there but they're not like in your face and that kind of became more of her style too because she, right. she was doing it with backup singers right i think a lot but now it's more she's doing all the backup tracks layering yeah. it a lot yeah um, i mean if you look at the uh just overall backup credits on this album yeah i think there's only three or four songs where there are backup singers everything else is mariah she does it yeah and which i love um we'll come back to that point because there's uh, when we talk about always, always be my baby she mentions that she style. does okay yeah so we'll come so back to that we'll come back to that because that's a good part um but fantasy became the first single by a female artist to debut at number one on the u.s hot 100 which was huge can you imagine being huge can you imagine being an artist, you release a song, and you're like, well, I'm the first person to ever... Right? I'm that person. I'm that person. It's never it's crazy because in the history of the world. Like, that is, like, what? I mean, that's so huge. And it's so crazy because a month, I think maybe two months mm -hmm. before Fantasy came out, the very first song that ever debuted at number one was Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone. Mm. So she only missed it by two months. Oh, really? She would have been the first person ever. Really? Yeah, I didn't it know was that. that close. Wow. Mm -hmm. Which I love that song, by the way. Naked Michael Jackson in the video with uh. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh. I mean, as a young boy, you're like, oh my God, look. Uh -uh. Well, I don't think he's attractive. I'm just saying. You know, there's cats with no, no fur. There's like skin cats. <laughs> That's what I imagine. That's what I see when I watch that video. <laughs> just like a big cat. Okay, we got to move on now because now my visual is all effed up. <laughs> Um, Anyways, so she was the first female to debut at number one, which yeah. was huge. But she did that. She did that. And she stayed there for, I think, eight weeks. And because it's not like she invented pop music. There was pop music long, long yeah. before she came along. Of course. But she achieved that somehow. Right? Can you, uh, well, let's not even, even get into it, because even to this day, Mariah's the only person with three songs to debut at number one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And One Sweet Day is another one. Yeah, but yeah, But we'll yeah. talk about that in just a minute. But isn't it crazy that you can achieve that, and then fast forward a few years, people are just so disrespectful to you. Right. And just trying to discredit uh, you. It's like, no, I know uh, what I'm doing. I can debut at number... I'm the first woman <laughs> to debut at number one. I know Hello. what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. What did you, you know, debut at? <laughs> right? What's your debut? What's your first week sales? Yeah. What's your... How many Diamond albums do you got? People need to shut up. I know, right? Oh, a little tidbit. Fantasy is um, one of two of Mariah's number one singles in Australia. 
Oh, really? She only has two? It's her first number one in Australia. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. See? See, now this is the time where she's starting to gain all these number ones across the globe. Yeah. It's it's picking up traction. It's picking up. It's picking up. So I think the whole fantasy, the fantasy remix, the video that she directed, it all played in. Like it all, all the pieces fell into place. Yeah. And a lot, it was all Mariah's doing. It was. It was huge. The video's great. It's really cute. She's at the theme park. Again, it's an iconic video. Like, people remember that. Because that's how like big a, it was. It was like, a everyone song, remembers right? it. Yeah. Well, it came out in, like, like September. Sum- yeah, like, end of like, summer. A, yeah, end of summer. Came, like, September. Because the um, video clip kind of captures that. Like, it's summer, right. we're having a good time, we're at the uh-huh. theme park, yeah. skating around. I love it. It's so good. It's so fun. And it's simple, though. Yeah. But I love that Mariah's like, you're going to put a camera on the front of this roller coaster, and we're doing it. It's yes. going to be fun. Yeah, Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and lo and behold, it was. It was magical. But to her credit, she's on that roller coaster smiling, having a good time. I am not doing that on no, a roller coaster. No, me neither. Especially <laughs> on all those rickety ones. Yeah. Oh, no, honey. Uh-uh. First, she... oh, no. Uh, I need them new ones yeah. that like got you real. And I'm still screaming. Oh, I'm not good. I only finally went on a roller coaster two year and a half ago, two years ago. What at Disneyland? And it was horrifying. I don't really need to go on it again. <laughs> you just went. Some of them are fun though, Martin. They are. Uh, this one. You got to go on the right ones. Yeah, you got to like try them out. I was just at Disneyland in Paris, and I went on some of the little um, like Temple of Doomy shit. Okay, and they had a little loop thing they were hiding. Oh, from people you didn't know it was coming. Yeah, don't tell me about. That. I hate when that happens. That was a little freaky, but I'm okay. You, you're not but trying I mean, to be... I'm just new to it. I'm still... Some of those uh, theme park enthusiasts, which Mariah is one of them, I don't know how they... You're not supposed to be flown and flipped through the air like that. No. That's not right. Yeah. That's Your body ain't supposed to do that. No. Your body's not supposed to feel what it's like to drop 25 feet, <laughs> 25 floors <laughs> yeah. in the Tower of Terror, Doom, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, that's yeah. not what your body is not supposed to feel that. Oh, God, that's terrifying, too. <laughs> Anyways, we have totally Better. gone off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back to so back fantasy, to the fantasy, fantasy. So amazing, so, so brilliant. I love the remix so much. The ODB, the R-I-P. ODB, of course. R-I-P, I mean, ODB. because if nothing else, people will be saying, "Me and Mariah go back like babies with pacifiers oh forever, God. forever, forever." Everybody hides. Everybody that says, line. "I know." Like when I like watch like fan videos on YouTube of like when Mariah's like there signing autographs or something, people are yelling out mm-hmm. to her all the time, like "Me and Mariah, babies, pacifiers." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. darling." <laughs> it's so crazy, but it's again, it just goes to show that that whole song, the remix video, everything, yeah, was magical. Yeah, and that was it. It really like set the precedent of what's going to come ahead with right. other people too. Other people oh. stole that stuff, stole, used, used, took on copied, that whatever. Like, yeah, without that, the ODB remix changed the scope of music. It merged two different genres together. Yeah, which and had never happened before. Exactly. And do we even know? Does is it a thing? Is she officially the first person to do that? I don't. I, okay. I think in popular music, yeah. yes. But I know that, um, like, okay, like Mary J. Blige did a song with a, like a hardcore rapper, mm-hmm. but that I don't. First of all, it wasn't as popular. Yeah, and I don't even remember the name of the song. But they did do a video, so it was a single. But like 
Mary J. Blige yeah. doing a song with like uh you know uh Jigga Man, Rod Dizza, whatever their names are, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's not too far of a stretch. Right. Because she's clearly R and B, she's hip hop, she's in that world. In the genre. Right? She's yeah. not a far stretch. Mm-hmm. So I think she, that she had done something like that prior to fantasy. And because Mariah often says she likes Mary J. Blige. Oh, of course. Loves yeah. the music and, and is a fan. And the same, same you know, way around. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> but what Mariah did was she brought that girl next door, mm-hmm. fierce pop vocal, and paired it with raw, nasty, Oh, Dirty Bastard. From the Wu-Tang From clan. the Wu-Tang. Yes. Wu-Tang for the children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, she blew it up to the stratosphere. Which is side by Wu-Tang are musical geniuses in their oh, own yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that. I love Wu-Tang. They're, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you, you think, like, oh, these, they're, like, hardcore, like, hip-hop, but mm-hmm. their music... Their music is fantastic. And their lyrics are just great. Yeah. It's, it's, they're super good. And yeah. that's why, obviously, Mariah wanted to work yeah. with them. Uh-huh. Well, with ODB. I'm sure, like, she's worked with other ones doing something somewhere along the lines I'm sure yeah but I really wish she would work with Method Man I think that'd be a fun collabo I think that was the man that um, Mary J. Blige did a song with it was Mary J. and Method Man oh okay I think right 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 could be wrong though I don't know I could be making shit up I'm gonna look that up anyways but the fact that it was the girl next door Mm -hmm. doing this with like a guy out of left field yeah that's what made this so big and of course, Mariah, being the musical genius she is, it's so catchy, yeah. so amazing. It's just boom. Also, let's rewind twenty years. The world was not as progressive as it is now. Uh, no. So that for I think for a lot of people that would have been shocking. Like what yeah. the heck? Exactly. A lot of people will never have heard rap music because that's very um, American. Right. I mean, in nineteen ninety-five. I mean, even America was. We, I think we were still in the grunge phase. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It was not like hip-hop r&b heavy like it is now yeah i mean she really you know helped I mean? introduce rap to the world exactly so i mean not uh, by herself obviously obviously but not but that crossover really um was a really big breakthrough breakthrough a huge breakthrough yeah i'm totally i'm totally down for it i think everything is great mm-hmm. um but if we're gonna get some of these other songs in here martin we gotta move along oh shoot <laughs> this is gonna be a long one guys <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, we'll get, because we just, we'll keep talking. But anyways, okay. Well, sticking to the hip-hop uh, theme, the next track is Underneath the Stars, which also got a hip-hop remix. It also got a hip-hop remix, which is not very widely known. Very low-key. Very low-key. Um, I don't even think that w- was released as a single here or any... I think it releases like a DJ vinyl somewhere. Yeah. And you know, the song is, is out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that I'm now I'm thinking like, was that ever actually officially released? I don't, I don't think, think it so. Was. No. But anyways, the drifting remix mm-hmm. of underneath the stars mm-hmm. is again, showing Mariah's musical genius where she turns a song into a whole new thing. Well, because the original song is a, again, like a pop ballad. I would, I mean, it's leaning more R&B, yeah. but like very poppy. It's still very, it hasn't got like an R&B feel. Right. There are R&B undertones yes, to it. Yes, R&B yes. undertones. Yes. Yeah. But such yeah. a good song. It's so beautiful. And Mariah has said a million billion times this is her favorite song yeah. off of this 
album. But again, it's sticking to the daydream theme because if you listen to the song, we're lying on the grass. And, and, right, it's very dreamlike. Yes. We're looking at, underneath the stars yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. With her, with her fantasy lover. She's, uh-huh. not, she's not with Tommy lying, she ain't having a good time. Under the, uh, and not <laughs> under the stars. So she has this boyfriend in her head that she's right? daydreaming Dreaming of. That's uh, so great. The song's really beautiful. It's so smooth yeah. and subtle. And I love that she's performing it now. We don't need to tell you guys about the song. You guys know the song already. Yeah. But if you don't know the hip-hop remix... We're going to play a clip for you. Here it comes. So you know. amazing it's such a nice it's again it, it falls still, into, falls into, the daydream. into that daydream very like you know it's, ethereal yeah like, laid back nice groove yeah, yeah 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 it's super good i'm telling you she's a genius yeah she is she is a genius but coming up next on the track list we have the incomparable which is still holds the record as still. the biggest longest selling number one 16 yeah. weeks on top of the 16 chart 16 weeks people yet to be taken down one sweet day. They try, but they cannot take it down. They cannot take it away. <laughs> they cannot take that away from her. <laughs> and this song deserves to hold that record. It yeah. really does. Because just, again, the way that this song was even conceived, mm-hmm. it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the that boys to men were writing a song. Yep. Mariah was writing a song mm-hmm. so similar. And they just come back and, like, come together. And yeah. uh, it just magically falls into place yeah. it's so perfect well obviously the song is about losing someone that you love right and reuniting one sweet day yeah with them um and this this song is her style of music in terms of hero make it happen um mariah's theme can't take that away right it's that anthem that is comforting that, like, right it's comforting yeah. and like everyone can relate to it yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it, again, and the way that these, uh, the the boys to men and Mariah sing together, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just vocal magic. Yeah. It really is. Like, everything about it. Um, and it's I, in line with her sound, because it's almost a gospel sound. That right. Big it has, like, voice big, yes. From all of them. It's a little yeah. R&B-ish sounding. Right. Now, you know there's a couple of remixes to this that are just, like, acapella versions, essentially. Yeah. Um, which I think I like to listen to those even more than the actual song mm. because the vocals and everything is so stripped down and it's you really hear the vote the vote not the vocals are stripped down the music is essentially gone uh-huh. um and it's just their voices and it's so powerful oh, wow. so i like those versions actually a little bit better than this uh album version but i love them all the same and believe me this song is like i mean i mean it might as well be a church song that you just yeah you will hear a big choir singing it in a exactly church. 
it's it's great yeah. it's really something else and i'm glad that they were able to do the video because uh mariah even mariah said recently she's like weren't both their schedules crazy their or schedules are so crazy and she's like if we don't do this now we're not gonna get this video yeah. so that like that's the real recording process yeah for them and it's just great to see like that it's, it's a cute video it's super cute yeah. it fits so perfect because you know had they done something that was like um more rehearsed or more it just would have maybe been cheesy yeah you know like keep it simple like Uh this is just natural singing natural song you don't need any frills no and also the the subject of the song what are you gonna do a music video right what are you gonna do like no we're not doing that sorry no we're not going to the funeral (laughs) we ain't doing that we ain't we ain't gonna do the bye-bye video either Mm -hmm. yeah um so this it's just again everything fell into place and it's magic but I mean, again, once she achieved an iconic status, number one single ever. Right. 16 weeks. Now, if you count that, 16 weeks is four months. Yeah. Four months. Yeah. Okay? Let's Uh just talk about that. Uh Four months at number one. When she just came off of eight weeks at number one with Fantasy. So how many months is that? Four, five, six months? That's six months. No, I think altogether... Didn't, weren't all her singles um, six yeah. months, number one? Well, no. Well, well uh, just thing? over, because Always Me, My Baby then went number one. And that, I think, was number one for two weeks. Yeah, it was quick. So, yeah, it's like over six months. Just over six months. Jeez. That's that's half a year. Yeah. She was Dominating. slaying them for half a year straight. People couldn't, come, like, couldn't take it down. I dare someone to do that again. Damn. Yes. Six, yeah. Let's, <laughs> we crazy. dare you, people. <laughs> Try it. Yeah. <laughs> Try it on me. <laughs> but again, she achieves these amazing accomplishments and people still have the nerve to try and discredit right. her. It, it, people forget. They they so quickly forget mm-hmm. how she cemented herself in this musical industry. And you know, honestly, at this stage, I kind of forgot too. I, was, I had to reread these facts. I was like, oh shit, these are important. I highlighted them on our notes to make right. sure we re-mentioned them. Yes, of course. Because these are huge, huge milestones Big what are they yeah, yeah milestones milestone. yeah achievements achievements yes believe me i know all of these facts because when i talk about mariah randomly to people like there are certain people like you know that i worked with or used to work with and they'd be like okay what's the mariah fact of the day today <laughs> and i would like just tell them so i know all these facts are just, they're in my rolodex of facts somewhere yeah I <laughs> if mean, i if my mind is working enough for me to remember them yeah I think I mean I always knew them. Obviously, I know oh, right. what she's achieved, but I just forget exactly. And then there's so many that you're just like, oh my god! And because no one's doing it anymore, right? No one's really breaking records. Well, I mean, Katy Perry, what did she do recently? She recently had her five singles yeah. go number one, right? But they were not her first five singles, right? 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 Like five singles in a row. Yeah, people are still doing. But like Mariah did her first five singles in a row, so right. it's slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly different, but that's okay. Yeah, but I mean, no one's, no one's six doing that anymore. Adele's coming close. Adele has some stuff, but you she know, a, I, yeah, it's still yeah, not the same. No, it's still not the same. And there have been a number of songs that have gone fourteen weeks mm-hmm. at number one. Even Mariah did with "We Belong Together." Yeah. Um, but again, nothing's gonna uh, nothing's gonna touch "One Sweet Day." No, didn't like, I think? Didn't one of Usher's songs come close recently? I think well, not recently, but yeah, I think like back I in the day, a couple of years ago, a yeah. couple of years ago, one of those songs. One of those songs was really big. 
but you came anyway. close. I had an eye. I was like, yeah, I was. Like, oh. Yeah, I was recently <laughs> like that with that um, with that uh, Bruno Mars song. I was like, well, s- people stop playing this damn song, so it'll fall <laughs> off the chart. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Anyways, wow. so one sweet day. We it's love a it. Good song. It's classic. We pull that it's one out when we need to. Ex- absolutely. It's, it's going to be like Hero. It's just always going to be there. Always going to be there. Is again timeless. Everyone will be able to relate to that, no yeah. matter where you're from, yeah. where you live, what you do, mm-hmm. how much money you make, because mm-hmm. we all can relate to that. It's great, mm-hmm. and Mariah's really good at making songs like that. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yeah, she is <laughs> expressing emotion. Oh, she's, exactly. She's good at exactly. Um, so next track is "Open Arms," which is a cover, a cover song from Journey. Exactly. By Journey, sorry. Yes. Stephen Perry is the singer of that. Yeah. Or I don't know if he is anymore, actually. I, I, I think, he, like, yeah. think they switched him out. Um, her but he's the writing, uh, writer of this song. Her version is um, almost in theme with the original. Exactly. Like, you know, when Mariah covers it, she usually changes it and really makes it her own. This yeah. one's pretty close. I mean, essentially is very close to the original. Yeah. And Mariah nails it. Except, like, every cover she does, she hijacks it. And right. In my mind, it's hers. Right. And these but other people one... are singing her song. <laughs> Stop singing my songs now. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's a great song. I think it's totally good. And that's why I was so shocked when like people were uh, criticizing it. Like yeah. the music critics back people, in the day. People didn't like it. Were like, um, they just didn't like, they hated it. They were just spewing hatred upon it. Yeah, so I got a few little quotes. I won't, I won't mention names, but... Uh, uh, Rolling... Oh, whoops. Yeah, oops. <laughs> Oh wait, I don't like them anyway. Rolling Stone, we went to names. Yeah, they called it um, an ill-advised cover. I mean, no. Someone else called it a sobbing remake. No, sobbing remake. That's a bit mean. Um, someone else said simply an uninspired song. Felt it was, uh, simply an uninspired song. I mean, but if you listen to the song, it's about. Her longing for someone who's not there anymore and dreaming of them coming right. back. It totally fits the whole theme of this. Yeah. Her vocals are amazing on it. It's, oh, incredible. Incredible. And again, like the emotion that she uh, gives with this song is yeah. outstanding. Uh-huh. It's amazing. I can't believe it was like so highly criticized. They're stupid. But I mean, if we were going to pick one song that like we could leave off, I guess it would be of this album. I guess it would be, but that's only because Mariah didn't write it. Yeah. But I think it fits perfectly. I didn't think it's it the whole horrible. theme of yeah. it. She sounds amazing, mm-hmm. and you would think that she probably did this song just because it fit the theme, but also because of you know it's like a, that big ballad, and everyone wants to hear her do a ballad and yeah. the big belts and this and that. So she's trying to please those people by doing it like this. Yeah. And it's also in um, tune of Without You, which is also a cover. Right. Um, who exactly. Who that originally? Uh, was it Phil Nielsen. Ha- oh. ha- Harry Nielsen. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Someone like that. Yeah. But again, it was a, a male vocal doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like sobby and heavy. But she just owns that song. She owns it. She owns it. And it's so. in that nature. Like, that's what she does. She picks these kind of songs and redoes it. Yeah. And she adds her emotion to it. Because she does the same thing with um, Against All Odds. Like, it's that sort of song. Oh, my God. I love that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I Want to Know What Love Is. Oh, and um, what's that song she covered on Charm Bracelet? Oh, my God. Bring it on the heartbreak. Bring on the heartbreak. (sighs) Yes. When I heard that song, I was like, what? That's what she does. Like, she picks those, uh, like, rock 
male-centric songs and recreates it into her own voice. Right. So, and I, I think this is like the perfect that's thing. What, that's so, what she like, does. That, that's what she does, people. It's good. Hello. Relax. <laughs> and but okay, but another little twist on this open arms, which made it even more special, yeah. was that she um, did it in Spanish. Oh my god, I almost forgot. Yeah, I know. And not only did she do it in Spanish, but she also released a Spanish video for it that was filmed at the Madison Square Garden concert. So I don't I, think a lot of people know that the video actually exists, well, I've but never it does. Seen it. Oh, it's just like a live performance. But thing. she's singing in Spanish. Yeah. In the video on uh-huh. stage at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Uh huh. I don't know if it's dubbed over. Because I think they filmed it specifically for this video. Oh. Like, I don't think it... I can't find it because I tried looking oh, for no. it. Oh, no. Oh, it's... I'm going to put it on our YouTube page oh, for you and all the lambs to look at. Oh, yeah. I need um, to, I need but to let's take to... a little uh, clip of it just to give you a taste of Mariah singing open arms in Spanish. El amor que sone. I'm so bad at Spanish. Solo los That was just the intro. So go to our YouTube page and we'll put the whole thing up. Oh my God. That voice is like butter. I know. Isn't it great? It's great. That's just her singing into the mic in the studio. Right? Like she just opens her mouth and that's what comes out. Like that's just crazy. Incredible. Thank God it's documented. I know. Can you imagine um, we just never heard Mariah's voice? She's just Mariah Carey working at Long Dunkin' Donuts on Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an yeah. absolute shame. Imagine the world without that. Without Christmas like, would be boring. Oh my god. That the my whole life would be boring. Everything would be boring. Like there would be no point. No. Like uh, could you imagine if like that voice and that talent was like hiding. Oh my god. Cuz that's something Mariah has something else. That's you think you don't come across that. I think she'll make it as a singer. Yeah, I think she's got it. <laughs> she'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, go to our YouTube page and we'll put all these um, clips up and stuff. Right. We'll have it all there for you. And also, don't forget, follow us at Lamely Meeting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Tumblr. Periscope. Periscope. Now. And um, shoot, one of these days. Send us your comments and what did we get wrong? What are we doing right? What did you enjoy? And uh, let us know. And let us know. We love feedback. It yeah. all helps. It all helps. And we want to hear more from the Lamely. Okay, final song for part one. Yeah, because we're already like, ugh, what's the way time? Over time? We're way over time. We still time. got Lamb Mail to get to. We got Lamb Mail and other things, so oh, here we are. But another iconic song. Uh, ultimate fan favorite. Ultimate fan favorite. Who doesn't love this song? Who doesn't love this song? Weirdos. And again, it's one of those songs where when people say to me, oh, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of Mariah, or uh, la, 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 mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. How about shoot a do, do 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 do, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I like that song yeah, too." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, of course you do. Always be my baby. Always be my baby. You guys know what that is. I mean, it's so amazing. And like you said earlier, this was like the pre-birth, uh-huh. the inception of what we got years later was we, we belong together. together. Without her forcing the label to allow her to work with Jermaine Dupri, mm-hmm. there would never be those magical collaborations between the two of them. Uh-huh. And this was where it all started. So, um, Jermaine was kind of new to the scene-ish. Ish. Well, he had Criss Cross. He had Criss Cross, which I think was his biggest thing. Yeah. And he was also had Debrat. And around this time, she, she had just gotten sort of big. Uh-huh. I don't know who else he was working with. But he was down there in the ATL. Yes. And... 
obviously Mariah knew his work and was like, let's do it. I hope they're still friends. I hope that I think they are. I hope that management debacle didn't ruin their friendship. I don't think so. No, I wouldn't say so. Um, because uh, if Jermaine knows what's good for him, because he only did it for like a minute, a, a minute, and that's all he needed to do it for. But, but it still didn't go right. I think they yeah. they're better off in the studio together. Yeah, that's where their magic happens. I just hope there wasn't nothing's. Um... There's no bad blood between them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're they're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know someone for that long, well, you never know. I don't know. Don't ask me, Jermaine. How you doing? Mm-hmm. What's good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if Jermaine likes it, then, then I, I like it. it. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, so always my baby. Her eleventh. Eleventh. Okay. Now this is like. Okay, I'm sorry. She's five years into her career. Five years into her career. Eleven number one. Someone better quit. Yes. Somebody better quit. Uh huh. That's unbelievable. Well, and okay. So here's a little fact: at the, the when she hit eleventh, she tied with Madonna and Whitney Houston, who had been around fifteen for years decades. privately. Yeah, for, pri- previously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good decade. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So five years in, she caught up with these. I'm two telling you, Mariah was non-stop mm-hmm. in the '90s. Mm-hmm. She owned it. She was on fire. I mean, it's it was it's unbelievable. It's like when you look at all this stuff, it's really what she accomplished in such a short amount of time mm-hmm. is really unheard of. Yeah. I mean, back then, today, or in the future, like this is no one does this. Yeah. It's crazy. And so again, we got the uh, the pop version, which is still kind of R and B ish esque influenced. Yeah. Of the song, um, then we got a. Hip hop remix, remix with Debrat. With Debrat and Escape. And a whole different video for A that whole too. new video which they filmed in Sing Sing. Yeah. Um, and it's that, I love that whole feel. Again, that whole feel of that video, yeah. the remix video, goes right into the whole vibe of the whole Daydream era. Yeah. Because it's black and white, you know, it's all good. I love Mariah's hair in that video. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God, her whole look. Oh, I just can't. I can't. And it's too cat. much. I love it. And that cat, what was that cat's name? Oh. I think it was Tompkins or something. I could be making that up. <laughs> I don't know. You know Mariah and her crazy animal <laughs> names. But anyways, but so you, we got I love, that. I love the original version of the, version of the video. Oh my god. It's so super iconic. Super iconic. Especially because it's that again daydreaming we're at mm-hmm. the we're at the young like, young little couple running through the camp, summer camp. Summer camp Mariah. Mariah on the tire swing over the uh. lake. Dragging, touching In the water. That, what's she wearing? Like a denim. Yeah. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. I know, but do you know why this was um, especially daydreamy for someone like me and probably everybody else who is around the world who's not from from America? We don't have the culture of summer camp. Oh no. We don't have summers off. Like we don't go away for summer. It's not a it's not a ritual. But we hear about oh. it on television and in the movies. That's so crazy. And so it's almost a dream to go and do that. That's why you guys like can also go to the doctor and not have to pay, right? <laughs> yes, we yeah. do that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's but to, so great. To see that video, it's like, oh I really would love that's a dream. Like, that's like to, a dream. <laughs> to go to summer camp. <laughs> And Mariah's doing it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. I never thought about that. But, yeah. We don't have that around the world. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Just like Thanksgiving. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Or like Halloween. Doesn't It's, it's starting to exist. Well, Halloween... 20 years ago, it didn't exist. Oh, it's start, okay. But, yeah, it also comes from Mexico. So, I guess that is like another yeah. part. It's not just strictly yeah. American. But, whatever. But, especially, but summer camp is... It's like, summer oh, camp is where it's go. at. Yeah. I never went to summer camp, but... You know, but that's it's part okay. of the culture, though. Like, it's it is. Here. It's oh, yeah, thing. it totally is. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, yeah, that, like, lends itself to that whole 
theme. Yes, yeah, still like daydreaming. And again, um, the video is like these two little kids in love, and they're dreaming about each other all year right. long. Right. It's and they're like making love. Well, they're making out. They're not making love. These no, are no. children. They're just like cuddling. They're just cuddling. They don't even know what's going on. I mean, a lot of the album, the Daydream album, the songs. Um, insinuate that there's someone else she's longing for yes there is a longing they're not with her exactly we like that even though she's married at the time yes but you know that (laughs) girl she's out of there mentally mentally (laughs) mentally um but i'm just so glad that we got this song because even today it stands up stands the test of time oh a little tidbit Mm -hmm. um the camp is the mariah camp mariah Oh yeah, for the fresh air. Exactly. Fund. Oh oh, I, oh, I, I thought also, you were telling me. Oh, I know. Which I also we're dream of going. I still would like to go to Camp Mariah. That's still we a should, fantasy. Of you my... know, you can like, um, you can like uh, volunteer. No, I to work be a there. Kid. I want to be in it. Oh, I want to do the. Swing I don't like. Thing. I want to be on the swing. Like, and... I want to be on the swing, but I don't yeah. want. I don't like kids. I'm sorry. That, I mean, I, allegedly, I, really I don't. Allegedly. Um, but okay, so earlier in the episode, we were talking about Always Be My Baby, and we were going to save a little bit of a tidbit of topic of conversation, yeah. which is um, the background vocals. Yeah. Because uh, Mariah sort of talks about this um, in a couple of the older, older interviews mm-hmm. about the process of recording and um, making, building the background vocals up. Building, the, yeah, building, building them up. And I think it's fascinating. I always like when Mariah talks about her recording process. Uh-huh. So, um, like, what does she say, Martin? Where's where's the part? Uh, so she, Mariah says that... Uh, okay, so talking about the background vocals. Yeah. She says, the background vocals are very uh, an important part of the picture for me. That's why I like to do them myself a lot of the time. Or initially, I'll lay down the tracks. I've I double, or we, sorry, I'll double my voice or do a couple of tracks on my own vo- of my own voice. It's easy for me to match my own voice. And then, if I'm going to use background singers, I'll get them to go on top of mine. Right. So it's like she's building up, she's layering these yeah. vocals, yeah. which she normally can do just on her own. Yeah. But like with this song, she has backup singers, and just for a couple of other songs on Daydream too. Yeah, but what she's saying is that those. Um, when they're singing, her voice is underneath them right. too. Oh, exactly. It's not just their voice. It's not just them. Yeah. And she's not singing around them. Like, she's in it as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, and I love that. Yeah. Like, that's, again, the that's why Mariah is so good in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you know, like, a Mariah song. Mm-hmm. Just by the way it's built and structured. And I think she didn't really do this kind of um, background vocal style until around this era. Yeah, exactly. And this is when she started doing This is that. when she started, like, sort of adding depth yeah. with background vocals and Be- making it more um, um, layered, Structured. textured, yeah. textured, more, if you will. More rich. Yeah. Because um, the previous albums, she had backup singers, but it was like that gospel set, like, it was they were singing. Right. And you could hear Mariah as backup Mariah singers. was doing her. Yeah. They were doing them. Yeah. And this. And this is more of, like, Mariah doing is really... Everything over everything yeah she's a total encompassing everything is what i'm trying to say (laughs) well it just shows that her voice isn't just one sound she can shift her voice to sound completely different right and you you wouldn't think because you know when you listen to always be my baby you're like oh yeah simple simple song anyone Mm -hmm. can do it but the way that it is intricately Mm -hmm. um made and produced and the layering Mm -hmm. that's hard 
and it mm-hmm. sounds like such a, such a simple song, yeah. but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's there's so many l- rich, deep layers to it, mm-hmm. and that I, again just goes to why everyone loves it. But mm-hmm. I don't think they realize how it really is structured, mm-hmm. and that's the genius of Mariah. So this song uh, really birthed a lot of great things. Oh my gosh, do you know what it birthed? What did it birth? The she, she already did this, but when she re-sings her club remixes. Oh, right, right, right. But this song, uh, she redid the lyrics. Uh, uh, like, the I lyrics are different. We, now we're going there, Martin. Same because song. This, same song, though. I know. Different lyrics. This is everything. Yeah. This club mix, yeah. which was never officially released here in the US. No, hard to find. Hard to find. Now, the R&B remix was. Yeah. Uh, and it's on you, the remix album, right? And it's on the remix. No. It is, it is. The club mix isn't. The R&B no, the mixes. R&B mix. Yes, the R&B mixes, but the club mix, which is... Which is like, that just had an anniversary too. Oh, I the know. Remix isn't it like today or yesterday or something? something? Is it 15? 10 years. 10 years, is it? No. Is it? It came out in like 2003. 2003. Okay. Where was I? 12 years? right? 12 years? Okay, maybe, tw- maybe 10. But that's still a long time ago. That's a long time ago. I don't even know numbers. I don't know numbers. I don't know math. Back to the club mix. Anyways, so the club mix, Mm -hmm. David David Morales. Mm -hmm. Who's a remix genius? Those two should do an entire new album together. From scratch. From scratch. Oh, how amazing. Would you die? I would die. I'm already dead. Pick me up, honey. (laughs) Resuscitate me. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. (laughs) We're dead. That would be like... The most amazing thing ever. ever. Even if she did just like a little EP and release it on iTunes, like yeah. five five club mixes. Don't even promote it. I know like Mariah was hating on the club mix DJ scene like before Mia and Mariah came out. Remember she like did um, that little thing. She was like, oh, I'm so over EDM. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. But girl, get back in there with David Morales and cook something up. That would be something. the best. Well, um, so have you heard... Oh, you told me about it. So yes, you have. But um, for the <laughs> listeners... There is an unauthorized... Oh, what is it? That is um, it? interview? That really long interview. Is it called the... Oh, the, the rare interview. The rare interview, yes. So this journalist basically has his tape recorder out and just follows Mariah for a couple of hours. But um, they talk about a lot of stuff and she gets to talk about detail, a lot of music. But she talks about doing the remix, recording the remixes. She yeah. says, you know, when she's doing the the pop, the original tracks or the, the album versions, it's very stuffy and formal and she's in the studio singing properly... But when she does the like a club remix, she has more fun because it's late night and she has champagne and they're having a good time and they're partying in the studio. Right. It's more of a relaxed vibe. This remix of Always Always Be My Baby, I can't you kinda get the feeling that maybe her and David were in the studio together and just her lyrics weren't matching what he wanted. Right. So she just She's like, I can write something new. Let me, I do it. Let me switch it up. Exactly. And that's what it's a whole different song, but it's the same song. A whole different song, but the same song. How does he do that? It, it's <laughs> genius. Let's play a clip. Let's play a clip. I 
love that mix so much. Oh my god, I can't get enough of that. I listen to it over and over and over. I mean, you want to, like a song to go to the gym, go to yeah. the club, yeah, 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 anything that'll do it. I know, and like the ending is really good too. Um, and they change the lyrics up; they're so good. Oh my god, it's We're so good. Gonna put it on the YouTube page so you go and listen to it there. Yeah, you have to hear it's it. It's a must. You must. One of her best. Do you know what? And I feel like in the first verse that we just heard, she says. Um, now I want to be free, so uh, so I have to let you fly, right? I uh, she's doing the breaking up. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean I sing along to that all the time, but I never stop to be like, wait a minute. But I'm not sure. You have to listen real close. Uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah, you'd have to listen, Lambs. Let us know if that's what you hear. Because the original theme of the song is this Jesus. person has left me. Now I want to be free, so I gotta. Mm-hmm. Let you. Yeah, she does. That's totally what she says. It has to be. Yeah, but the original song is not. No, absolutely not. She's been dumped. Yeah. And hoping that you come back. Daydreaming right. that you come back. Because it'll always be my baby. Yeah. This That's great. But that's Mariah. She's going to switch it. She's going to dip it. Yeah. And do something. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. And, um... Gosh, I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I know. I just want to listen to that whole song now. Yeah, me too. I'm totally going to put it on my iPod right now. I need it right yeah. now um okay so we're sort of running out of time here mm-hmm. but we just want to wrap up this half of the meeting and let you know that the rest of the album we will be talking about more in depth next week uh-huh. and you know just i know we talked a lot about the remixes and and things of that nature for these songs mm-hmm. um in this episode but like i think i mean we've all heard the songs we so know the we, know, we know the album versions they're great. They're amazing. And I think Mariah likes some of these remixes better than the album version, well, a.k.a. Hello Fantasy. Well, to me, the album is good, and it's more in, in the line of what she wants. But like I've said previously, I love Emancipated Mariah. I love the hip-hop butterfly right. Mariah, where, where she's, she's giving you more of herself do, and I can, what she likes. This is still the bridge between old Mariah that I don't dislike, I don't care for particularly. Right. This is still that bridge. And I love what's around this album. The remixes, the videos. Because right. that's... A, that's I mean, more daring. That was a, it is more daring and it's different and she's really taking a step mm-hmm. in new directions mm-hmm. with this album, with these remixes, with everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all-encompassing. And she's setting us up for Butterfly. Yeah, she's setting us up, honey. Just wait till Butterfly comes, guys. Yeah. We can't even talk about it. But We're, anyways... We don't, we don't even know how to... We are begin. going to end this Lamely meeting. Yeah. To be continued... Part two next Part two episode. Next episode, and uh, we're gonna be right back with Lamb Mail. Stay tuned. Okie dokie. All right, guys, here we are. Lamb Mail it is. Okay, we have a little um, event announcement. Yes. It ties into the Christmas um, right. spectacular. New York City lambs, pay attention. Here we go. Okay, so a bunch of lambs. Uh, we mentioned this last week. Uh, there's going to be an event called The Lamb Over. Yes. Go to their Facebook page. Look them up. L-A-M-B-O-B-E-R. Um, like lamb over, like hangover. Yeah. But lamb over. Uh-huh. Um, so they've had a previous lamb um, event in Vegas. But now that Mariah has her dates out, they have a date. So... Um, on December 16th. Yep, December 16th. There um, will be the New York City Lamb Over if you're in New York City, party event gathering of lambs. Yeah, if you're here in New York for the shows, 
um, look these guys up. This is not our event. Right. Um, we're just letting we're just sharing the word with the Lamely. Giving you guys a shout out on where to hang out. If it's gonna be town. a totally fun thing. If It'll you guys go fun. to their Facebook page, um, the Lamover at Facebook, you'll see all the party pictures from the first Lamover event in Vegas. Uh-huh. And it looks like tons of fun. Yeah. So I definitely want to be there. Dan and I are going. We're totally going to be there. Um, so there's no uh, venue selected yet. So go to their their page on Facebook or and Instagram. Follow them and they'll keep you updated. What we do know, it's um, December 16th. Um, also, there might be some kind of uh, donation um, thing going on. And they'll be sending the money to the Fresh Air Fund, which we right. know who loves that. A little giving back. For yeah, the holiday season. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. So, yeah, Lamover, and you can always use the hashtag TheLamOverNYC yeah. um, if you're in the festive mood for that. But you should totally join us if you're in the area. It's going to be lambtastic. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right into our lamb mail here. Okay. Uh, what are we starting off with, Martin? What's first out of the bag? Okay, we've got an email from Isaac Khalid. Khalid? Uh-huh. Uh, now, he was listening to our second... Oh, which one? The B-Sides The episode. B-Sides. Which what was that? Like a fifth? Three. I think it was number three. Was that? No, that wasn't three. Four. I've lost track already. I, it's so one of those episodes. Long ago. <laughs> um, anyway, so he uh, was loves it. You know, he's been a lamb. He says he's been a lamb since Butterfly. Um... He said that we didn't mention some song, some B-Sides. Some B-Sides. Oh, like, which, There Goes My Heart. Yeah. Uh, Reach For The Sky. Uh, yours. We, we forgot to. Did we, I thought we spoke about this? Yours, um, the duet she did with JT from Charm Bracelet. Maybe we did. I think we may have had to cut it out. Maybe we had to cut it. Yeah. I think. Um, but we acknowledge that. But there were some others that we should also just kind of bring up into the mix, um, and it ties in with this episode. There's a song called Crave. Right, the Crave song. Yeah. Now, from my recollection, and maybe I'm just old and don't remember i don't remember that actually being a song i've never heard it sort of like i don't know like i it, was that like a song for the crave record label yeah. or was that like something else i don't that's not ringing a bell for me so I, I mean i heard yeah. of the crave song but i don't know if that's like the actual title or if it was just a reference to a song mm. for the label mm-hmm. i'm not sure i'm very in the dark on that one so if any of you other lambs out there um can come up with any info on that that would be great yeah find us at lamely meeting on twitter facebook and instagram or tumblr uh let us know reach and out to yeah, us yeah all that jazz you can email okay. us too actually lamely meeting at gmail.com yes that's great we love Get to hear direct from you input straight from you love yes. it um but over on twitter we got a, a bunch of lamely mail from twitter we have javier fp and he says thanks for your work guys i really enjoy listening to episode one lots of Mariahisms, only lambs get and uh he is a lamb from spain hola javier. Oh, is, oh yeah hola spanish yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the wrong language welcome. um but yeah. welcome and thank you so much for listening yeah I know there's a lot of uh, Spanish lambs over there in Spain. Yeah. I uh, think we might have a language problem there. Oh, we're, yeah. We're in English. Yeah, I know. But they know. They can See, speak English. The, they can the, practice their people English. People from around the world, they know English, even yeah. if it's not their first language. Yeah, but yeah, here yeah. in America, it's like, you just know English. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Or, they well, can practice. Just me. But, wherever you are. Anyways, he knows what we're talking about, and he's there with us. Thanks, Javier. 
Um, we also have Hello Jerome. We know Jerome. Hello Jerome. Hey Jerome. Hello Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerome, are you coming for Christmas? Yeah. Tell us. Uh, he said, most entertaining fan podcast. Download it. Got some catching up to do. Hashtag Lamely meeting. Hashtag Lamely meeting. I know. Like You better catch up. You gotta catch up. I know we're doing one every week here, but mm-hmm. you know, that's the beauty of podcasts. You know, you can pause it. You can come back to it. You can revisit it. Skip some. Come back to them. Exactly. We're here. We're here eternally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Wit Substance at Whip Substance. I hope I said it right. I think so. W H I T. Yeah. Yeah. Just her Lamely meeting. I love it. Team Mariah forever. Mimi is a diamond among cubic zirconias. Yes. yes Hashtag Ariana Grande. We need. Um, but I mean, we yeah, that. we know this. I mean, we're talking about her diamond album. Yeah. Daydream. Uh huh. She's a diamond. Yes. And she wears a million diamonds. Yes, yes. I mean, yes, yes. I don't know. I just want to say, like, when I meet Mariah in person, because I've met her a couple times, but, like, she's always got diamonds on her. And mm. I'm telling you, I remember in the Charm Bracelet era, I don't know, this is totally off topic, but I'm going to say it anyways. Anyways, so, like, she had that diamond Charm Bracelet that she always wore, right? Yeah. So I met yeah. her a couple of times, and I'm telling you, when she, when I was like, girl, that is too many diamonds. You can't be wearing that. <laughs> it's so bright and so, like, I've never seen anything like it. Like, oh, the entire charm bracelet yeah. of diamonds. Uh-huh. I've never seen anything like it. But Jeez. she's always decked out in diamonds. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. natural for her. Yeah. Anyways. They're an investment. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. Also from Twitter, we have Mariah is the only one. Mm-hmm. It's at under dash underscore M underscore the only one they say um lamely meeting can you please make at least two podcasts a week i hate waiting till thursday and this is brandon peach um who we also mentioned last oh week. yeah brandon yes but we mispronounced his last name but we got you right now brandon uh-huh. um i would love to make more than one podcast a week i don't have the time w- it's, it's so busy much honey it's so much work <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know if what you guys think, but we don't just sit down and hit record. It takes a week of planning. Yeah, as soon as we publish, by the time uh, you're hearing Thursday, this, we're planning the next episode. Exactly. So it's it's a lot of work, and sad. we unfortunately don't get paid for this. We do it for the love of the lambs. We need, yeah. So Brandon, we love that you guys all love it, and we do too. It's actually really super fun. It is. We, um, I love it so much. Oh yeah. It's, I do it's look forward great. to it. Um, but we just can't do that. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not until someone starts paying us, yeah. at least. <laughs> okay. And over on iTunes, very, very, very important review. Oh, it's yes. very important to go to iTunes and review and like us. It helps. If you it subs- helps. Yeah, if you subscribe on iTunes and kind of channel everything through, through iTunes, it helps us get up on the chart, which right. gets us more exposure, which gets us, gets us more listeners. Everything and, and blah, blah, blah. And that's just like that's what a we main, need. main thing. So yeah. if you haven't yet... Please go and do so. Um, so Bailey Swag said, "In love, this podcast is the best. If you are a diehard lamb or just finding Mimi, this podcast is a must. Please listen to it. It's true. Thank you. All right, so I, guys, we're almost going way over time here. Wait, wait, I hope you guys don't long one. aren't mad at are us. Are you still there, guys? Are, are you, you still, still there? Are you still, still listening? <laughs> is there anything in the right ear? <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Okay, but don't forget, follow us, if you haven't done so already, follow us on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Facebook. Or Facebook, at Lamely Meeting, L-A-M-B-I-L-Y-M-E-E-T-I-N-G. 
and tell your friends. If tell you guys, your friends. Share us. If you guys just tell one more friend to like us, that's going to help us a huge amount. Exactly. Share us. Share the information. Share the love of the Lamely. Yeah. Or 10 friends. Or, or 10 friends. friends. Whoever you know. <laughs> Stand on the street and tell everybody about us. Whatever yes. you can do. Whatever you can do. We'll take it. <laughs> For the love of the Lamely. And we appreciate it. All right, guys. So coming up next week, we will have part two of Daydream. Yay. It's been a dream. And hopefully some more moments. And more moments. We'll see what's going on. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Love you much. See you soon. Bye-bye. We just want to thank our Lamely meeting team. Hosted by yours truly, Dan Enriquez. And Martin Burgess. Also, we want to thank our producer, Jarrah Steed. And our graphic designer, Sean Marks. Thank you.